This is a Showbile podcast. All right, welcome to episode 18 of Bucks on Nucks. Ty Demmer here, and thanks for tuning in. And it's kind of hard to believe, but we're already into September. I'm not complaining, though, because we've got football season right around the corner. And then along with that, we've got a uh, fantasy football league that we're ready to fire up very soon. So keep an eye on the Bucks on Nux socials for news on that. We're also going to uh, mention that shortly here on the show. And then uh, also coming up at the end of this month is the NHL preseason. And, you know, the boys here love hockey. So, yeah, ton to look forward to this month. And then there's also tons to look forward to on the show today. One thing we're going to be doing today is taking another look at this weekend's fights in the UFC. I know we talked about the same fights last week on the show, but the UFC took a week off there. So we got time to revisit these and maybe we'll have a little more fun with them this time around. And then uh, we might just have to talk about the Jake Paul versus Anderson Silva boxing match that was announced recently as well. And then also we're going to talk about the guy in the stands at the Blue Jays game there that hit a home run and uh, he'll know what I mean Diana by that. girl. <laughs> yeah, as we get later on in the show, you'll uh, understand that a little bit more there. And then also later on in the show, we're going to try something we'll call a good contract or bad contract for now. And that's where DK is going to get our opinion on some contracts in uh, the NHL. And uh, yeah, why don't we get this show started here? And I think we should uh, check in the lads to do that. And then also uh, maybe get an update on that fantasy football league. But uh, yeah, first things first, how we doing, boys? I'm doing good. Drop some steam pre-show. Feel about five pounds lighter. Brought the Browns to the Super Bowl, eh? Yep. I'm feeling uh, light on my toes. I'm feeling athletic for this one, guys. Jeez. <laughs> I'm the same way. I, I crush like three pogos at like six o'clock. And then by the time the uh, invites for the pod rolled around at seven, it was like, I better sprint to this bathroom that's the right dinner here of, right now. That's the dinner of champions, no? <laughs> oh, yeah. Those are pizza pops, dude. <laughs> oh, my God. I had pizza Half pops dinner. today. Is that what did, did me? I had yeah. pizza pops about like an hour before the show. Yep. Or an hour yep. before oh. seven. Look at us, wow. just a couple of grown men, dummy and pizza pops and pogos. Well, the thing was, like, I, I just been eating like shitty stuff all day because uh, this is like the perks of living on your own. I feel I don't live on my own uh, since I've been out of school. So right now, it's just all my family shit in the fucking fridge and freezer. There's so much stuff to look at that I don't want to eat, <laughs> and that's not for me. That I get like discouraged of. I don't want to make food, basically. So like. If there's something in there that's like easy to make, there was some pasta, some tortellini down in the fridge, and I was like debating making it. But then I was like, oh, I made pasta yesterday for myself. And I was like, that's a lot of carbs. And I was like, let's see what else is in here. And then I saw the pizza pops. I'm like, oh, those are quick and easy. I don't know if they're very much lighter on the carbs. They're probably <laughs> worse for you than the tortellini. But I was like, ah, oh, quick and easy, threw them in there. And then I, maybe 30 minutes after I digested those, Mother Nature was calling, if you will. So I dropped a little <laughs> bam, bam in the fucking bathroom. We were late I've been to the eating, show. Uh, been eating pizza all week there. Topper's Pizza has this promotion going on where they got uh, like a lactose-free cheese and they uh, they brought it oh, over your to your asshole. The- thank you for those ones, eh? What's that? Your asshole, thank you for the lactose-free <laughs> one, <laughs> Well, right? fuck, you eat that all week. Your stomach's not feeling too good for sure. But <laughs> they, they, uh, they gave it to us for free at the radio station there. They brought it in and they gave us two boxes of pizza. One's the lactose-free cheese. One was regular cheese. And they're like unlabeled. And they're like, see if you can tell the difference. And then, you know, I couldn't fucking tell the difference, but then we had a little, do they know you're the only one in the station, me, me and one other person <laughs> worked there. So we had two boxes of pizza between the two of us and the lady that 
works there in sales. She doesn't like Topper's Pizza. So she told me to take it home oh. with me. Fucking got two full boxes of pizza for free sitting in my fridge there. And all week I've just been crushing that because I don't want it to go bad, right? And I got to fucking dummy it all. So I've just been mucking that. And uh, So you don't yeah, know the, which the, one's which still? No, I don't fucking know. No, I can't tell the difference. You and the other person, if she had liked it, should have each taken one box and like mucked as much as you could have. And then come back the next day to see who had the worst bathroom experience. And then you can, <laughs> that would make it easier to tell. Yeah, I don't fucking know which one's worse, the lactose-free or the fucking regular. I've been eating them well, both. Well, I think the fucking... lactose is the thing that kind of makes you shit when you eat dairy, you know? Yeah, but who knows what they put in the lactose-free stuff, right? Like, I don't even fucking know oh, that's dude. made of. Holy fuck. I, I'm lactose-free, and the one thing that I always say, it's crazy because about the milk and the cheese. So, like, a regular person goes out and they buy milk, and it expires in, like, two weeks. I'll buy a fucking block of cheese or some milk. It doesn't expire for three months. It's how the fuck is this <laughs> nice. possible, dude? Like, what the hell is in this shit? But I will say that it is one of the perks about living by yourself. I go like two weeks at a time where I'm making like steaks and ribs and chicken breast and pasta. And then I go on like a month stretch where I'm just eating pizza pops, pogos, mini pizzas from the fucking freezer, like chicken nuggets, yeah. chicken fingers, dude. Just everything that you can imagine that's horrible. I'm making it for like two or three weeks straight. We're at home, like, uh, if I was living at home, it, like, my parents would be all over me being like, you're going to die tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, oh, same here. Same here. <laughs> Not to mention in, the beers that get consumed to wash all that yeah. shit. Down, yeah. <laughs> in, in college, though, I lived on, like, fucking those sidekicks. You know those things? Yes. I don't know yes. how good those are. And the Uncle Ben's, like, two-minute rice. Oh, those are that's just yeah. those are disgusting. The ones in a cup. I like them. No, no. <laughs> oh yeah, I had the ones in the cup. I'm talking about the ones in the orange bag, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, I have yeah, some of those in but, the cupboard right now, buddy. <laughs> those are unreal. Those are unreal. But I do I, the ones in the cup. I had those for a bit too. Like I, I had a really like incredibly. I never actually did the ramen. The ramen's like a big popular thing, but I never did ramen <laughs> in college. But I was still like I was still on that level. Like everything was just super cheaped out. Now, now I survived. That kind of explains like when I was in school going through the winter like i was sick like all winter long like every winter <laughs> during college like i was just constantly like congested like there was never a healthy day but i just battled through it and had a good time doing it too telling you college the ocean yeah literally get some greens in the diet <laughs> that's but- true yeah that's Dude, actually yeah forced it in with the spinach though the baby spinach forced it in i was like fuck i gotta get the greens in so, I'll, I'll, I'll never for, <laughs> no i just said i'll never forget in college being like broke it's getting to the end of this semester you got no osap left because you spend it all on partying in the first like month and then <laughs> me and my boys from my, my house went to grocery shop and we get back and they're like what did you buy and it was literally like 21 packs of ramen six boxes of craft <laughs> dinner uh some chicken fingers and chicken nuggets and like that was all i could afford but like 20 yeah. packs of ramen was like 12 bucks like, it was like that's yeah. all I ate, just Mr. Mad. Noodles out the yin yang, dude. Just brutal. Oh yeah. Well, the <laughs> that's price insane. of uh, groceries right now too, like fuck, that's the only option for a lot of people. Honestly, like uh, on a more serious note, like fuck, it's been a struggle for people out there with uh, the price of living going up and and uh, you know the, yeah. the need. At I just got a raise at work, like cost fuck of yeah. living adjustment. Everyone should get fuck a raise yeah. with the way that the price of living's going up. But yeah, if that happens. That wouldn't be great idea either i knew but a anyways. girl that only ate goldfish sorry i didn't want to drag <laughs> really? this on too much hold on <laughs> pretty much wait you know a girl that only ate goldfish? <laughs> i don't have a girl that like primarily like 75 percent of her diet was goldfish and i, <laughs> and I crazy, think it was dude 
like one flavor? Did she switch up the flavor at least, or is she just eating I don't plastic? Know, like, I don't know. Just a chatter. It might just a chatter girl. <laughs> I feel wild, bad. Dude. Oh no, the pizza ones. Imagine she's like, oh. Oh, I gotta get, gotta get my oregano in. <laughs> <laughs> That's something to talk about on the radio. I think I saw like a story one day about someone that ate chips for like years. Like she would put chips on a sandwich or something. Like that's all she ate was chips and chips on a sandwich. I don't know how she I don't survived, know if it was but... a money thing. So I, I feel bad laughing. It like, could have been like a money thing and and like oh. a, maybe like an eating disorder thing. But like, oh. yeah, that's fucking like probably one I, or the other. There, it had to be like, one or the just, other just a combination of both, right? Like that's goldfish, sweet. come on. But like hopefully it was the pizza. So you <laughs> at least had that oregano flavor. And speaking of oregano, you know, I have a fucking I also know a guy that uh, he, he's far older than us, but fucking. Back in when he was in college, he used to sell uh, dried up oregano to the high schoolers. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. They're smoking that, weren't they? <laughs> yeah, he had repeat customers. Wow. <laughs> People feeling like, this shit is un- unbelievable, bro. The taste. The taste. It tastes yeah. like smoking a pizza. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Getting stoned off it too, eh? Fuck. <laughs> a lot of nights that was fucking dinner in college was poppers in bed. Yeah. <laughs> you couldn't afford nothing. And you just you smoke something to suppress the appetite and then you just go to bed. I'll have air for dinner, thanks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. a little bit of dinner. smoke for dinner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great for you. But uh, why don't we uh, get into it here, boys? And I know we got an update on that fantasy football league, so I'll, uh, I'll let you guys kind of uh, give that update. Okay, yeah. So we basically, by the time this episode drops, we'll have an invite link ready. Um, so that means that pretty much just means that I got to remember to post it. Okay. But we'll make a post on, I'll get you to do it on Twitter, Ty, and then I'll do it on Instagram. And yeah, just DM us. We'll tell you how to enter. And then uh, it'll probably just be like simple as a DM. There's limited spots. We're doing 12 spots, right? And we're going to be in there. So that means nine other spots. Um, Word on the street has it that there's some already uh, accounted for. So very limited spots. So, I mean, if you're already listening, you've done good. But make sure you listen to the pod early. And all of a sudden, we've uh, we've decided on what we're going to do as our grand prize. I think if we want to end up talking yep. about that, we were just going pre pre pod, and we thought well, it would be something cool to give out. We're going to probably do a Bucks on Nux baseball jersey with twenty three champ on the back, as if you're the ch- you're the champ of the fantasy football league. Here's a Bucks on Nux baseball jersey to rock to the park to the beach to the beer pong tournament at a party, wherever the hell Let's you go. guys want to go. And we'll probably throw in a hat too. Cause we're going to, I think we're going to probably do an order of hats. We'll probably do a hat and a baseball Jersey to first place. And then we'll kind of seed. We'll see the second and third. You guys might both get a hat and a t-shirt or just a hat if you finish third, but yeah, yeah we got, we got hats it rolling. Top man. Three. Let's do yep. hats for the top three Jersey, the champion Jersey for top yep. uh, for the winner. We'll do that fucking every year. And then, the loser needs to catch a bus at Churchill, Manitoba, and back. <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. Dude, that's, that's a journey. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But uh, also, Ty, I didn't even realize how quick time's flying, but you did mention that preseason starting this yeah. month. So fucking, you bet we're going to have a fucking hockey fantasy league ready for that one as well. Yep. And Get a hockey um, jersey out for that one. Just exactly. The we'll have a hockey the champ one. Too. So, 24 champ. <laughs> We need a yeah. third sport, so so um, fuck. Only if we did, or I guess that'll be twenty three, right? It'll yep. be twenty three champ when the for the NHL one, yep, twenty three yep. champ for the NFL. So then next MLB season, we gotta have a pool, or or we gotta yeah, a fantasy pool. 
and then we can call it the triple crown. We'll do it every year. And then if you can win all three, you'll win the triple crown, and then you get some big grand prize. You'll have three 23 <laughs> champ jerseys, all of different sports, just sitting on the bed. It'll be fucking unbelievable. Yeah, but then we need to send those something oh, yeah. extra. If they win three fucking pools in the same year, like that's that's got to be that's like uh, some Barry Bonds or Miguel Cabrera shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, a little trip, triple crown action. <laughs> so, yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Big month, big month. Fantasy football, yeah. football starting. Um, College football lad- starts t- this week. Right Big time, dude. The lads are going back to school for all of you that are college age. I don't know how many of you there are, but you're heading back, uh, or even high school age or, or younger. But going yeah, back so eating it's an ramen noodles, and pizza pockets by, all day every yeah. day. <laughs> and by the end of the month, you'll see some hockey going again. So yeah, it's a fucking big month. Uh, baseball's coming towards the postseason. It's just about the best time of year, boys. Yep. Yeah, I want to get it into is. some baseball later there, too. I've actually been uh, doing a little bit of gambling on baseball and oh trying to get into God. that sport before playoff time. So we'll save that for <laughs> later. But uh, why don't we move on to our, our first topic here, which is the UFC. And uh, I mentioned at the start of the show that we're going to be uh, revisiting some of the same picks that we made on the show last week because UFC took that week off there. And uh, we have some extra time now to have fun with these. So last week I said I was going to be making a parlay of uh, Nasrat there. Can't pronounce his last name, so we'll call him Nasrat. Also, we got uh, Bobby Knuckles there, also known as Whitaker, and Gone. I'm going to put those all in a parlay. They're all favorites. I know that, but I'm sticking with it. And I know DK hates these picks because they're all favorites. But uh, let's have some fun here and say uh, Nasrat by decision, Whitaker by decision, and Gone, third-round KO. And when it comes to that main event, I think Gone just has the advantage of being in his home country of France. First time the UFC's been in France. And uh, I think he's probably just going to play the you know safe Sally game that he usually plays. and keep that distance and uh, rock those kicks on him. And I think eventually Tuvase is going to start feeling those body kicks and leg kicks. And then around round three, I think he gasses out a little bit. Gone gets the finish. And uh, if you hate that pick, though, just know I also put uh, one of my free bets from DraftKings on Ty Tuivasa there, too, just in case he throws a bomb. And uh, that wouldn't surprise me if that happens either. And he's a huge dog. So you put a few dollars down on him and he does get that bomb landed. You're making money. But um, now as far as picks that I didn't mention last week, I'm going to rip those now. I got uh, Kapilov there getting the W. I got the Frenchman uh, William Gomez beating Aaron's there because I always like betting on the guy who's fighting in his home country. And then I also got the Canadian Charles Jordan beating Nathaniel Wood. And then there's one more fight I want to mention here, but I'm going to ask for DK's advice on this one. Are we going with the dog, Joaquin Buckley? Oh, dude. Plus 215 on draft. You're Stealing my thunder. I am uh, last time I pointed this guy out. I said Joaquin Buckley is one of my favorite fighters in the UFC. I think he's had one career highlight, but that highlight yeah. sold me forever. I'm going right back to the well with Buckley. I'm gonna put a little sprinkle on him at plus two twenty to win. I'm even gonna put a little sprinkle on him, KO, TKO, or DQ at plus three eighty, baby. Holy I'm going smokes. all in on Buckley. I'm going all well, in did, on Buckley. Yeah, you you did that last time too, and uh you were right. I think I was kind yep. of on the fence about it. I was like, I'm not sure. He did, did that beautiful spinning head kick knockout. Oh. But like other than that, I wasn't too impressed with his other fights. But then after saying that, we saw him fight a few weeks ago or probably a couple months ago back now. But he looked good in that fight. And he was the underdog in that too. And I see him as an underdog again. And it's like, Greg, I might have to go with DK's uh, advice here this time. I think I'm going to do that. So you'll probably see on the uh, 
Bucks on Nuck social media pages there. When I put out our UFC picks on Saturday, you're probably going to see Joaquin Buckley circled for the win there. And like DK said, you put a little money for him to get a knockout. And uh, what was it, plus 380 or something? That's huge. Yep, that plus 380 is, is unbelievable odds for a guy to get a knockout. Speaking of unbelievable odds, I'm going to go against you in the main event. I'm going, like you said, I know you you think it's a heavyweight fight, so one one punch on the chin could knock either one of these guys out. Um, I like Toivasa plus 425 to get the win. I also like him to get the KO, TKO, or DQ at plus 575. I love Huge. Bam Bam Tyvos. I love him. He's great. Um, oh, the yeah. next fight I, I do want to talk about is the Marvin Vittori versus Robert Whitaker. And the only thing I wanted to bet on was this fight to go the distance. It's sitting at minus 270. It's a little too much juice for me to uh, to play with. I was watching Chael Sonnen on YouTube, which I always love watching Chael. He says it himself. He's horrible at predictions, but he's great to watch. and He can really sell you on a guy. He said an angry yeah. Marvin Vittori is a problem. And everything he's seen, he's like, I've only seen him like this in two or three fights in his career where he's acting like this in the media, and I've seen him behind the scenes, and this guy is fired up, and he's angry Marvin. I might go Marvin Vittori at plus 190. Yeah, I think he wins. Either, yeah. No, Whitaker's so boring, plus I don't want to pay the juice. Oh, he's, he, Whitaker's I think Vittori's not, even more boring in my opinion. I was going to say, Vittori wrestle, is boring. But... <laughs> Yeah, He's probably going to wrestle uh, Whitaker down to the ground and just lie on top of him if he does get the win. Like, I think that's the only way I see Vittori winning. And then I could see Whitaker maybe getting a knockout, but I think it's going to go the distance. I think he's going to, yep. you know, beat him up. Like, he's going to go out there, and uh, he's got the craziest left hand, man. Like, that was one thing that I think kind of worked against him, too, though, against Adesanya was all he was doing was throwing his left hand. He just kept throwing it over and over, and it's like, buddy, you got to change it up. So hopefully he's worked on it, and he's added more moves to his uh, – arsenal of attacks there but i think uh i think that one's going to decision and i'm going to stick with that for now but uh we'll put the official picks out on saturday there and uh dk's well i guess i'll put my official picks out there on saturday dk's picks will be slightly different but you usually do a video eh? yeah i got a video coming but i got one last pick it's a parlay i'm with you all day on nazrat and charles jordan i'm parlaying them together it'll get you plus 140 odds those will be my picks so just a quick recap sprinkles all day on Buckley KO TKO DQ at plus 380 Ty KO TK DQ at plus 575 actual bets on Ty plus 425 Vittori at plus 190 uh, Buckley at plus 220 and Jordan Nazrat at plus 140 parlay I like I like a lot of those picks and the fact that they're all at plus money you only need one or two of them to hit to make some profit baby yeah I think we were saying last week too, though, this card, like it's tricky to pick some of tricky. these fights, like especially the, the main like kind of three fights. It's like, I don't know. I, I like gone because he's such a good kickboxer and he, he moves really fast for a heavyweight. And then on the other hand, you got Tui yep. Voss, who's just like, look what he did to uh, Derek Lewis there with, I think it was, yep. it was Lewis. He landed that elbow and just put him out cold. Like you don't see that happen to Lewis very often. And, and that guy's, he's mean. And DK, if uh, Tui Vasa does get that huge W, are you doing a shoey after or what? I might like have to, but I might, you know what? I'm not as gross as Toy Vasa. Like, I might have to go buy a brand new shoe to do it out of. Like, I don't want, <laughs> I'll tell you right now, from being the guy that wears my shoes, I would not pay somebody to do a shoey out of mine. It would be disgusting. Um, They'd pass right out. They'd probably be toxic. <laughs> yeah, that was like my buddy last time, Toy Vasa won. He uh, sent me like a Snapchat video of him uh, doing a shoey, and it was out of like, the same shoes he's, I've seen him wear yeah. a fucking year ago. Like this yeah, is a guy that dude. wears shoes that to keep him going, he'll duct tape these things on. And he did a shoe yeah. out of that. 
And oh god, it was it was pretty nasty. But I mean, plus four twenty or whatever you said there on Tui Vasa, if he gets that, yep. I mean, that's a you might need to buy a new shoe with that money you make, but <laughs> it'll be worth it for that fucking celebration right there. But uh, yeah, it'll be it'll be a great week. That's how you get cholera. Yeah, yeah, it's, you might get some sort of disease or something by doing that. But anyways, um, sticking with fights here. I want to mention uh, one more thing related to the UFC, and that is uh, if you ever watch Dana White Contender Series there and you want to make some money, bet on dogs, man. There's so many fighters in that that are up-and-comers that are going in there with huge odds against them, but they go out and smoke their opponent because like both these guys are undefeated or both these girls will be undefeated, and I don't know how they come up with the odds when they're making odds for these fights, but like the past uh, couple weekends there, two weekends ago, I think like four of the fights there, the underdog won. Like, and I think that was every single fight, the underdog one. I think there's four or five fights on one of those episodes, every single dog won. And then last weekend, parlayed two dogs together. They won again. The odds were massive on that. So, you know, if you ever watch a Dana White contender series, I'm just saying the dogs are a good bet in that. And uh, moving on now though, to uh, other fights here, we're going to move on to boxing. And we saw that the Jake Paul versus Anderson Silva boxing match was announced recently. You guys have any thoughts or predictions on this fight before I give my opinion out here? Or should I just Jake get Paul. into it? Jake Paul <laughs> by KO. This guy's a huge Jake Paul fan here, so fuck it. <laughs> I'm just I, I don't know. I don't You're know, man. Jake it's Paul tough. Man, are you? Me? Uh, I, if I had to pick a Paul brother that I like more, I'd say I like Logan Paul's like podcast and shit more than I like Jake Paul's. But You're part of the low gang? No, I, I no, I wasn't a, I wasn't a guy that, I mean, he, what was he went to the suicide forest and just posted on YouTube. Like it was nothing like that. So I kind of stopped oh, yeah. tuning out of the Paul brothers. Old then, news, but bro. That's old news, bro. I was going to say, I know it's it didn't happen so much. Bro. I was going to say it didn't happen. The low gang's going to come after me, <laughs> but at the same point, I feel like, I mean, I don't give a fuck about it. So it doesn't bother me any. So it's like, I, his podcast is cool with that Mike Malgic or whatever his name is. That would, that was banging Lana Rhodes for a while. That's pretty cool. Um, but no, I because actually, he, yeah. Only cool just because, because he was banging Lana, I used to smoke meth and bang Lana Rhodes. It's not a bad combo <laughs> for a guy. I mean, I like a big comeback is story. Is that a flex though? Smoking meth? No, not no, 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 Lana Rhodes. <laughs> oh, dude, a hundred percent. It's a flex. Come on. Don't tell me you dated. haven't watched he dated, it. dated though. No, yeah, no, I'm saying you <laughs> dated her though. So dated, I was going to say, like, don't, don't good. put me on an island. Like I'm the only was, one that watches a good old Lana Rhodes film. Well, I mean, maybe back in the fucking, back in the day, you know, I dabbled once or twice, but um, <laughs> all of a sudden it got quiet, boys. All right. Anyways, but no, no but- I'm a, I'm a Jake Paul guy. I think he's going to win this fight. All right. Really. Stewie, any prediction? No, I'm out of Not it. Not at all. All right. I'll I give my opinion it. here. They can have my money. I'm just kidding. I stream that shit illegally. Oh, I'll stream it too. No, no chance of paying. Yeah, Yo, well, if you ever need the illegal links, bro. If you ever, if you ever need the pirate <laughs> links, dude, hit us up. You should start yeah, I was going to say the same links. thing. Like they're they're not getting a cent from me on that pay per view that's that's coming up there. But uh, I think this is going to be actually the first time that a Jake Paul fights pretty interesting. Like he's fu- first time he's fighting a guy that's actually been training in boxing. So it's like the first opponent that you know going into it, you're not just kind of guaranteed that Jake Paul is going to win. Like against Ben Askren and. Washed up Woodley, it was like, okay, this is going to be fucking a Jake Paul knockout again. And then 
of course it happens. But Silva too, like there's no denying he's getting old as well. He's another old guy. Jake Paul loves picking on the old guys for some reason. But I've seen Silva knock guys out recently in his boxing matches. And uh, it doesn't seem to be like his age doesn't seem to be affecting him all that much. So I think, yeah, it's going to be the first time ever this Jake Paul fight is going to be interesting. I still think uh, I think Silva's going to win it. Like I can't fucking cheer for Jake Paul. So I got to go against him. <laughs> but uh, and like I said, yeah, I'm not going to be with all that said, I'm not going to be spending a cent on that pay-per-view. But yeah, I think it's going to be an interesting fight for the first time. We've seen here's what I'll say. I will say, everybody was calling for this fight, right? They're all like, oh, dude, he needs to fight Anderson Silva. He won't call out Anderson Silva. He won't fight Anderson Silva. And then he decides, you know what? Let's give it to Anderson Silva. And then people are still like, well, Anderson Silva's washed up. It's like, well, then, yeah. what, who the fuck do you want this guy to fight? Floyd? Like, I don't get what you guys want. Like, like I don't get what Jake Paul could do to end up being, like, getting the respect in the boxing community. I think they just set him up and be like, he should fight this guy. And then as soon as he get to fight with that guy they're like well that guy's not good he's old it's like i don't know i feel like this is his first fight where you can kind of really gain some respect like you said it's a guy who he hasn't been in the ufc for a few years he's been doing strictly boxing he has a couple of boxing knockouts he's been fighting pro boxers it's just he's old right like he's old and it's just you never know with his chin how many fights has anderson silva been in compared to jake paul like i feel like jake paul can take a punch uh, better than Anderson Silva at this point, but it's a matter of if he can hit Anderson Silva. We've watched Anderson Silva in the MMA be just elusive for years. Nobody can touch him, right? Yeah, yeah but I don't know. I saw Silva in boxing too. He was just dodging and weaving, like he was just yep. huddled up in the in the corner, and it looked like the guy was going to lay it on him. But he's dodging everything, and then he just throws like one right hand or left hand, yep. whatever it was, and fucking buddy's out cold. So I'd love to see Jake Paul get knocked out there, but. uh yeah, it, it's going to be interesting. But if it, if it does happen where Silva wins, it's almost going to be like the the perfect story in the sense that Silva's such a respected fighter and he'd be defeating such a hated fighter there. And then the opposite storyline is, you know, the bad guy wins and then he, he gets that stepping stone onto the next opponent, which it's got to be a step up from Silva from there. And then it's like, then you're actually talking about these top boxer guys, like someone like yeah. Canelo or, even McGregor might really? come back and box him for. I don't well, think that, that's still. McGregor. Man. Well, he's yeah. McGregor for he, he's sure. He's been yeah. calling out. He's been calling out guys like Canelo and stuff. Like yeah, he, but at he's some not point, there. oh, I don't no. think he's there at all. No, I don't think he's there at all. But if he beats Silva, then you then you're talking about the step up from Silva. And what's <laughs> that? It's it's a real professional boxer around his age. Like it's not an old yeah, guy because yeah. like DK said, they're gonna start coming up with the excuses. Oh, he's old. He's washed up. I don't think Silva's yeah. washed up at all, though. He is old, but he still looks fast out there. He still looks fresh. So yeah, what, I think it's it's going to be a good fight. It'll be the first time it's a good fight in, with Jake Paul involved. What's Jake Paul's weight class? So he's bigger than Canelo, no? Oh, yeah, I think he's way bigger. I want to say him and Silva will both weigh in around, what, like probably 200 pounds, 190? Like, I don't know boxing weight classes, so that's that might be my own ignorance. But I'd, I'd imagine Jake Paul's around 200, right? I'm not actually sure. I, five, something like that is what I'd I assume. think the last fight was one, or his last fight, he was one, it was like a 190, wasn't it? 190? Because I'd imagine, yeah, it's like Silva fought right. at 185 in the UFC, right? And even, even when he went to 205, I think he was like 190-something. So I can imagine yeah. Silva probably fights around 190, 195 at, in, the, in boxing now. And what's Canelo? Canelo's like 165. Yeah, he, I, they would never be able to fight, I don't think, as those two. Because even Jake Paul's like, that much lighter, think, yeah. I think Jake Paul is also like six foot, and I think Canelo is only like five six or five five seven, maybe. 
Yeah. Jake Paul likes fighting on like smaller guys. Though. Like wasn't yeah, Woodley does. quite yep. a bit smaller than him too? Like they could do like a catch uh, weight fight if, if it comes to that. I bet Canelo, like, I don't know if Canelo would ever take that fight, but I bet he wouldn't back down. Like if it was a weight difference, I bet he'd still go in there and be like, Oh, 175. Canelo 175? That's still dangerous for Canelo though. Like I wouldn't yeah, want to risk. I, I, I don't want to risk fighting a guy like Jake Paul and like put in that, uh, putting that risk on it like you know what i'm saying like going up against jake paul and you don't want to get embarrassed you as canelo alvarez do not want to lose to jake paul and like going up weight to fight this guy uh seems like a little bit risky although it sounds like you should he should wipe the floor you are going up weight still like what didn't he go up didn't he go up a, a class to in his last fight and lost right yep I believe yeah, what so was he that, was that he went for the belt it's probably oh, that unlikely was, was it that Bivol? Dimitri yeah. Bivol, right? That yep. was his last one. Yeah. And he was like and a massive favorite and lost. Yeah. Canelo yeah, weighed in that for happened. that fight. Canelo weighed in at 174.4. Yeah, and Bivol so... weighed in at 174.6. Yeah. So, so, so Canelo actually is lighter. It's unlikely that Jake Paul and Canelo fight, but I just mentioned that name Canelo because Jake Paul is always tweeting at him and talking shit. And I'm just thinking names of the next step for Jake Paul. Because if he beats Silva, he's got to go up from there. And like Silva's a. a a legend of not boxing, but a legend of the sport MMA. And that's going to make, uh, you know, some people that don't respect him gain some respect, at least a little bit. They might still hate him, but they're going to, you know, I've change the narrative prediction. on him. My prediction is now Silva because I, I don't know why. Like, it's not even then I have like an extreme hatred for Jake Paul or anything. Like, he doesn't really, I'm just indifferent on the guy. But like, mm. I, I'm just really curious to, to see him get knocked out. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just want to see what. Yeah. What, what would happen if he got knocked out? See, so yeah, I think the same thing. I don't know what he would do. So here's what I think. I think a win against Anderson Silva. I understand everyone's going to be calling for a real boxer. If he beats Anderson Silva and this pay-per-view does kind of numbers um, with a guy like Silva, a legend, I think he ends up going against McGregor. If he loses. Even McGregor's way lighter, though. McGregor fought at like the 150 sometimes, didn't he? But he also fought at like 170 his last fights, right? Yeah, like yeah McGregor he's walking around at one. It's yeah. still far like lighter. Like 190 right now. Like yeah, he's, he's a big... Thick. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's fact. Yeah, McGregor is... McGregor's yeah. a big boy. And then I think if he loses against Silva, the name that keeps popping into my mind that I think would be a massive pay-per-view, would be fun to watch, would be Nate Diaz. Like, I know everyone was yeah. like, always, whenever Diaz fought at 170, they're like, he's a big 170 pounder. Like, he cuts weight to get to 170. So he would be a yeah. guy that could weigh in at 185, 190, and go against Jake Paul. And that would be a fun fight to watch. Like, that would be one, if it was Diaz versus Paul or McGregor versus Paul, that may be a Dylan Kelly buys the pay-per-view. Like, I think those would both yeah. be entertaining yeah, press that, conferences and fights. That would, but at the point that, like... That's going to be down the line, right? So at the point that happens, it's going to be like the same shit all over again, like kind of like an older uh, UFC fighter. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, Diaz, yeah, Nate Diaz is almost. Nah, I think he's almost. Oh, what? He's going to get fucking. He's going to get taken to the cleaners by Hamzat. It's just his last fight. Yeah, yeah, probably get begged for another fucking contract, and then if he doesn't carry, fight Jake Paul, it's going to be the same shit. narrative. <laughs> to be the same narrative, a washed up UFC guy. Yeah, yeah. Well, Nate Diaz is think, a striker, though. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, Nate Diaz is known as like one of the better boxers in in the UFC because he didn't do anything else. He just stands there and boxes. He didn't even throw <laughs> kicks. He just stands there and boxes. Basically, I just think in terms of like a sell, I I think Anderson Silva's and Tyron Woodley and Ben Askren are way more far gone than Nate Diaz in terms of washed upness. 
and the end of their careers. Like Diaz has probably still got if he if Diaz went to bare knuckle or Bellator, I would say he's still got four four fights left in him. Um, if one of those is a boxing match against Jake Paul, I think that would be awesome. And then the McGregor thing, I think, would just be a, a especially if if say Paul loses then beats Diaz, then McGregor will be lining up to fight Jake Paul because that would be a great storyline. Like we both fucking beat Nate, Nate Diaz, yeah. and now I'm on your level, and Connor will hate that. Like it'll yeah, be an fair. ego play. Diaz, Nate, Diaz, Nate would Diaz take is smaller though, right? He, yeah, he is. Yeah, but like, he's a tall he guy, he, but. Yep. He cuts a lot of weight too. He's uh, way down like to Jake Paul's just way bigger than all these guys. Like he keeps calling out dudes that like it, like fighting right now is like a I feel like a small a small man's like uh, I don't know like this this the small weight classes the smaller classes uh, almost seem to have more popularity as time goes on. Like I guess back in the day it was all on the heavyweights, right? Like the heavyweights were like the biggest like the biggest show of the year. Still but pretty big though, like Tyson Fury. It is and that, still like, no, no, yes, for sure. But I'm saying like now everybody also tunes into like the Canelo fights. Everybody tunes in, in the UFC. They all tune into the McGregor fights. You know what I mean? Like they're yeah. kind of rising as like just as equal stars as the heavyweights. So I feel like that's His- why like these while these guys have hype around them, Jake, it 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 looks good for Jake Paul calling these guys out that are supposed to be like top tier elite fighters, but they're all just way smaller than them. Yeah, well, and he's older he's, too. He's been fighting at 175, so his last fight he weighed in at 190. The fight before that, it was 180-something, and the fight before that, it was 175. And if he fights Silva, who fought at 185 his whole career in the UFC, or Diaz, who fought at 170 a lot, those are guys his size. Who fought at 175? Jake Paul did. Jake Paul fought at 175. did he? Yeah, his first fight was at 175. His last fight, he weighed in at 190. What was his first fight, though? His first fight was against fucking Deji, wasn't it? The fucking KSI's fat little brother. (laughs) I seen he just got a win in the KSI thing. How stupid was that KSI boxing event? (laughs) What if he got KO'd in the first fight? (laughs) Are they going (laughs) to wheel him out the (laughs) second one just on Bambi legs walking out of the ring? Like you said, you were going to fight twice, buddy. Like, (laughs) such a weird event, dude. Such a weird event. Yeah, well, it's it's like, obviously... Fuck. Yeah, those guys he's, both. He's, those guys both look it's like, like rigged for him to win. I think. Yeah, like if you're fighting twice in a night, you know you're gonna win the first. What did fight, he weigh in at? I'd like to that. see KSI versus Jake Paul. I think Jake Paul is a better boxer right now, but I don't know. Well, did you see the the pro boxer? You don't want to see that. That KSI fought. Yeah, that was stupid. KSI kept hitting him, and the guy kept like that. touching the back of his head, like you're hitting me in the back of the head. Which, okay, as funny as it sounds, fucking thing ever. Dude, they're showing the slow motion shots, and KSI is ripping this guy in the back of the head. The announcer's like, yeah. it wasn't even in the back of the head. It's like, what well, kind of was? <laughs> he punched him yeah, right about, in about, the back of the head. Like, Yeah, the about half weird. of them were, but like yeah. half the time, too, he's like getting hit in the body, and he's like, that was my back yeah. in my head, man. Yeah, it, was like, so on, really? it was so weird. It was so rigged. They're like, they're like, this guy's a pro boxer. No one brought up his record. No one brought up who he had fought before. I was like, this is a guy they found at 7-Eleven. We're Literally, like, hey, you want to yeah. fight and pretend you're a pro boxer for me? Like, what about the? You're talking about yeah. the first guy, the second guy, the, no, the main the event. The second guy, guy is a pro boxer. That guy was not a pro boxer. That's what they kept saying. They kept saying he's the he's pro Mex- boxer. Mexico's rising star in boxing. Yeah, like, no way. I could have folded that Absolute kid. Joke. <laughs> Bro, Absolute joke. Bro, yeah, oh, anyone like could have folded. My my grandma could have folded that kid. Come on. So and breathed on him. He just touches the back of his head and yells. Yeah, exactly. It's like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? I want to I want to rewind a little bit here though to uh before we get into anything else here the Diaz uh possibility of of Jake Paul fighting Diaz wouldn't that be like a step down after Silva though like if you went from Silva to Diaz it would be almost 
That's what I think. Like, like Deuce had the same storyline. It wouldn't be a step up. Like he's got to keep going up the ladder. He That's why I said at, really after a Sil- if he loses to Silva, he'll go Diaz. If he wins against Silva, he'll go McGregor. Like I think if you lose against Silva, you have to take a step back, or else you, you like you can't yes. just keep taking steps forwards. Right. Because even in my opinion, as soon as Jake Paul loses, he's going to be done. Like there's going to be half of the people aren't going to buy anymore because they just watched him yeah. lo- lose, right? Like, and it's not like yeah. he's this great prolific fighter. Like, yeah, I get he's got the YouTube crowd and whatever else, but. Yeah, if he loses, he may go all the way back down, like like Stu said, and fight KSI. Because you know what? Yeah. That'll draw. They both have good fan bases. KSI does his boxing events in the UK that seem to do pretty well. Um, but no, if he if he loses to Silva, I agree, Diaz would probably be a step back, so he'd have to take a step back and fight Diaz. But I, I think if yeah. he loses to Silva, I think if he loses to Silva, he's done. Unless they're gonna do a Silva rematch. Like that's the only fight that he can yeah. make. Like uh, uh, if he enough. loses, like I just, I don't, I, I don't agree, know, yeah. man. It's not that much of a draw for me to be like, even if he loses, be like, I have to watch the next Jake Paul fight. Yeah. Like, I don't no. know. It's just, it's Everyone weird. Everyone will be done after that. I think the, um, his sparring partner, like the one he was supposed to fight, I think he would have got smoked by that guy, no? Did you guys see the video of that? At like 250 or just shit. Did you see the video of the sparring session they put out? I didn't care to watch it, but I just assumed that the guy would have won because he was he was Jake it, Paul's no. like he was training for Jake Paul's fight, so it doesn't really that like that sparring session doesn't really mean anything to me. Even they went Jake Paul. They went ever. hard, and the guy basically just used one hand, like he only used one hand, and he was chirping Jake Paul, and then like Jake would hit him, and the guy would be like, "Yeah, that's it right there. Like that's that's the that's the shot you want to take." And then it was just different, man. Like you could tell the guy really wasn't trying. And That's if he what I did, mean. I think, I, yeah, I think he would have dummied him. But you could also tell, that was the one thing I was going to say. That guy was like, yeah, like you say, 50 pounds heavier than Jake. It was yeah. just this weird yeah, so thing. I didn't no get how it, they were going to fight. Like, so I don't no think, yeah, that's canceled. what I'm saying. Every yeah, no time, shit. yeah, Fury, 100%. Fury, Fury got canceled twice. I don't even know how good of a boxer Fury is, but he got, like, his, like, Tommy Fury. It's not bad. Um, that one got canceled twice. This one got canceled, like, and he always blames the other guy. So it looks kind of shady to me that every time that, like, we think that Jake Paul's the underdog going in, it gets canceled. But um, this one, like, it's just Anderson Silva's so old, man. Like, I d- yeah, like I just don't think it does it. Like, he's a, got, just got to f- fight a fucking boxer, yeah. bro. Well, here's a name: if he wins against Silva, a current boxer guy over at BKFC that's tearing it up, Mike Perry. Calling out Jake Paul. Let's suck and see that fight. That one will sell a lot of pay-per-views, man. That guy talks so much shit. The press conferences for that would be amazing. I want to see that fight oh, yeah. if, if uh, Jake Paul wins against Silva and maybe even throw it in the bare-knuckle ring, man. That's what Mike Perry said. And he's like, oh, if you're too scared to get in here, I'll take the pillows off and fight you. Or I'll put the pillows on, he said. He'd rather. never do it, man. Dude, no, I, do it. I doubt. He's bought. Okay, okay. First of all, all these sick. YouTube boxer guys—they're—they're they're all like talking shit now, and all the big clips are them like calling out names and shit. Like they think they're real boxers. There has yet to be a single YouTube boxer or a, or a guy that came from YouTube and is now doing boxing. There's yet to be a single one of those guys actually fight a boxer. Yeah, that's that's Hazard? true. Yeah. Am I wrong? I don't I think a single one of them no, has fought right. a boxer. No, I, I mean, I guess one, no. this KSI, but that guy wasn't a fucking boxer, man. No, that, that guy, was, no, that, that was not so a boxer. That, that was not a real like, no, He found him at 7 Eleven, like you said. There's man, not I'm been saying. one There's... guy. <laughs> yeah. Like, you until, don't... like, you can't tell me you're real. Like, all these guys are saying, like, I'm real, I'm real. Like, we're actual boxers now. You can't tell me you're real until you fight a boxer. Somebody's yeah. got to prove it. 
They yeah, all got to yeah. prove it. If Jake Paul proves it, that doesn't mean fucking KSI's a real boxer all of a sudden. Yeah, you know I, what yeah. I mean. Like they all no, got to fight real boxers if you're gonna if you're gonna talk the talk. You know what I mean. You got to walk. The and walk. that's why I think this is the first time it's interesting watching a Jake Paul fight is because Silva's a guy that's actually been training boxing. Yeah, it's but the first yeah, time he's, he's, he's had four like, fights. Yeah, yeah. So um, it's I'll probably uh, tune in, but not spend money on it. I'll I'll find a way. <laughs> the thing about but the Jake you, Paul Mike Perry thing though is that that would be a fight of like. Two of the biggest scumbags that are walking the earth. Like Mike Mike Perry is a horrible human being. Like a horrible guy. Look, look He's at this guy's arrest record and his criminal record. Yeah. And then look at Jake Paul's like that would be the battle of the scumbags. I would be all it's in perfect. for it, but it would be it's yeah, I was perfect, say, it, I don't know who you cheer for as in who would be the good guy. Like, do you want to cheer for Mike Perry, the wife beater, or do you want to cheer for Jake Paul, the scumbag? Like it, there'd be no yeah. there'd be no good way to be like I'm the big Mike Perry fan. It's like, ah, I don't know. Well, that's. Like, a, I think last week I said Mike Perry's a beauty, but then I heard it back and I'm like, yeah, I didn't mean like he's a fucking <laughs> great role model. And shit. Like I just meant he's a beauty. And like after the fight, he's like yelling shit, like calling out Jake Paul. Saying, oh, he's entertaining. Throw the entertaining as fuck. Yeah, that, yep. that's what I meant by he's a beauty. Like he's funny yep. as shit. Like the post yep. fight, he's dancing. There's videos of him dancing with the belt. Like that shit yep. I, I think is, you know, awesome. That's why I call him a beauty. The other shit, the, like his past shit, obviously he's a scumbag. You're right. Yeah, he's fucking, or he's Greg Hardy. He's Greg Hardy, yeah. but he's Mike Perry. Like they're both scumbags. <laughs> Who would love to see two? Want to watch? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who wouldn't love to see two scumbags beat the shit out of each other? Like something's exactly, going dude. down and fucking exactly. they're both getting torn up. It's perfect. Go put two scumbags <laughs> and beat each other up. It, it's great. I love it. The press conferences I love would be entertaining as hell. Yep. And uh, yeah, I would love that. But um, also mentioning uh, Mike Perry there from BKFC, I just want to. Uh, mentioned something that uh, like an update from something I said last week and is is uh, that I did find BKFC on DraftKings there I mentioned last week I couldn't find it but it did show up on the app the day of and they've got another uh, weekend of fights there in Thailand this weekend so I think it's going to be a great card and I might even start uh, posting some picks for BKFC out there if uh, fuck yeah if those you know if I start gambling on it more now that I can so uh, keep an eye out for that that could be coming soon we'll see but uh, that's all I had on fights, lads. Anything else uh, you want to add before we move on to uh, baseball here? Yeah, I do. I was thinking about it. It was stern in my head. And I just want to yeah. say it one last time. Dating Lana Rhodes is not a flex. <laughs> <I'm> just... <laughs> that's why I didn't say anything. But like, it's fucking... Dating. Is it like, he was trying to be serious. So he was oh, tra- well, like, date, yeah, that's okay. what I mean. Dating, dating is what I was saying. Specifically, yeah. dating is not a flex. That's all I want to say. I've confirmed that in my mind as you guys... <laughs> we uh, had a little conversation going on there, and then I was having a conversation with my, myself, saying, "Is it a flex?" Is, is that's right. right. Yeah, it was like I don't know. About I still it. Th- like, oh, I, man, I fucking. I would don't know if like dating that person. Like he was trying to marry this thing. woman. If you're dating, you're trying to marry this woman. You know, and what she's I mean? out like, banging every fucking dude. In well, the world. no, she, like, she wasn't. She wasn't doing it. She wasn't doing it when they were dating. It was like three years before she had stopped yes, her but career. Still, man, like, and I then, don't want to. No, like I don't want to. It's it's the same. It's the same argument of like. It's, I'm not being Andrew Tate here. I don't want my yeah, girlfriend's yeah, pussy yeah, yeah, on exactly, fucking OnlyFans exactly. messaging people. Like, that doesn't feel like it's my yes. girlfriend anymore. It feels <laughs> yes, like it's the yes. internet's girl, right? So same thing with Lana Rhodes, but like... It's, we don't want to enter the fucking, mis- like, the waters of misogyny, but like, there is... It, it's, it's to a point, like, you just... I don't know. I just don't no, believe I'm, that I'm, I'm, Lana Rhodes is a flex at all. From the it's, outside it's looking the in, from the outside looking in, to me, it's it would be sick. 
but from the inside looking out, you'd be like, this fucking sucks. Like I, I, I go by <laughs> and all these guys, I'm, I run a podcast for people that are 18 to 25 and they know my girl more than they know me. That would suck. That yeah. would suck a lot. Like, Hey, Lana, can I get your autograph? It's like, well, he just beat off the 20 minutes ago. Like, It'd be a tough dinner yeah, conversation. For that reason, yeah, yeah for like, that dude, reason, yeah. That'd it'd be a tough that'd dinner conversation. He held a celebrity down, too. Like, couldn't he just go and yeah. like pick up celebrity lady? Pretty much, like he's an internet celebrity. Like, yeah, I don't yeah, know if there's yeah. a difference between like celebrity, like celebrity Leonardo DiCaprio or Johnny Depp or something like a big actor, but like an right. internet celebrity, like for sure, Mike Malak's up there with the with the big boys being a part of like the Logan Paul stuff, and then yeah, Dayton Lana Rhodes. Like, I think he's well known on the internet. Yeah, yeah, but like, I yeah. don't know. He could have, uh, you know, <laughs> good for him though. Held it down, and he was—he soaked it. He soaked all the chirps. So anyway. she's oh, apparently got about... a baby with KD now. Did you guys hear nah, this I don't rumor? Think it's KD was it KD? They said That's it's either KD or Blake Griffin is the two because like she she said on a podcast think... she flew out to Brooklyn and there was two single guys and she met up with the uh, the one of them and they were going through and they're like the only two people that weren't married on the roster at that time were Kevin Durant and Blake Griffin. It's like okay. what I heard. What I okay. This is fucking. Anyways, uh, we can move on. Honestly, I, I don't give a shit what the fuck Lana Rhodes is doing. Yeah, but yeah, uh, when yeah, it comes yeah, to banging and shit, did you guys see uh, Buddy there at the Jays game? There hit a home run in the stands. You guys, uh, yeah, that was wild. That? Yeah, a two-run home run. It was both of them. Two men score or two two players scored. Wow. Yeah, I, that was. I just saw the headline. I didn't actually see like what happened. So what? There was. Like two people banging in the Dude, stands or something like that. Like went up to two- the highest row of the five hundred level, and then we're just like up there. The girl was just basically like riding them on one of the seats, and it was fucked. Like it was just was like it confirmed <laughs> they were like act like it was a home run or was it like maybe like a ground rule double? Well, I'm like, pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it was. I'm pretty sure it was confirmed because the video has the whole like the girls were like a dress and like the her whole ass is like blurred out. Obviously, if you <laughs> if you get into the depths of the internet, you could find just the raw video, as they say. Did you find but, it? Uh, of course, I fucking it. found it. Come on, no, wait, I'm, did... I'm in on this Lana Rhodes thing. You think I didn't find the raw video of this? Okay, wait, so, 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 so did that? Did the the NSFW video fucking like it, it confirmed it? You couldn't. Did... It wasn't like a professionally thing, but you could definitely tell something was uh, okay. something something was going up and up and down. Like it was it was it was for real, man. It was it was a uh, a wild scenario. When I saw it, I saw one of there was like a video of the cops walking up, and there was nothing. There was no blur, but nothing was like there was like just there was garments covering everything. So I was like, nah, maybe they're just like making it out. And then the set, and then the sec, the other one I saw was like kind of the same angle and there was a big blurred circle and i was like wait how come in this one there's nothing so so that this is why i'm asking you there was there was uncovered there's uncovered uh parts in well like so in in the in the long video they show the like they kind of take the girl off and (laughs) she starts pulling up she starts pulling up the thong and like he's like doing his pants up and shit but my thing that i couldn't stop laughing at is thinking the fact that like because all of a sudden there's like two cops and 12 security guards like that came through the headset and every old creepy security guards like I got it like they're I just picture <laughs> this old creepy dude running with his tongue out up to the 500 levels to try to get these just get a glimpse of this young couple going at it you know what I'm saying like there was literally 12 security guards and two cops like you could have dealt with that with three people two people max one for each of them <laughs> instead they had 14 fucking different security and cops up there it's like 
I wonder why the other 12 ran up there. Like, they just want to see something. <laughs> like, it's a boring game against the Angels. They just want to see something going down. <laughs> that would be, like, perfect opportunity for, like, a streaker to go out. He'd have a field that he'd be out there. You'd yeah, get, like, yeah. an extra 30 seconds on the field. There'd only be That's two cops left to there. chase him down. Yeah, exactly. If you just That's had the last thing they need. People shoot, banging you'd up. You'd be long gone. You'd be 50 <laughs> yards to the end zone, buddy. Love. Just three. <laughs> yeah. Unmolested. Just free reign across the fucking field. Unmolested is what you just said. Do you mean uncontested? Yeah. Oh, unmo- like untouched, unmolested. Okay. Untouched. I've never heard somebody say unmolested before. That was a. First. I heard. I heard Jeez. a few announcers. I first heard announcers say it. It was like a. It might have been like a fucking like color commentator, like a Ray Ferraro or something. There was like one guy just snuck back door. There was no defenders or or, or no defensemen noticed him, and then he just had like a backdoor tap in. So, and and I remember the guy saying like. And there goes fucking Crosby, for example. There goes Crosby. And Crosby was just came, walked all the way in unmolested and had a free that's, shot on goal. And then I was like, that's oh, fucked up. that's a good word. I, I don't can- know about that one. <laughs> I think he meant oh, to say yeah. uncontested. And, no, it, and no, if he had that editing power, he would have cut that out. I think. Un- no, no. Dude. I've heard it more than once because you won't, you go untouched. If you go untouched all the way, mole- anyways. I'm not going to argue that, but I think I understand what the one word. Dirty fucking, you got a dirty mind, bro. Oh, dude, I'm brutal. You immediately associate that word with fucking. I'm the worst. I I just want to say this is apparently a trend in the major leagues right now. They caught somebody in Oakland, like a couple in Oakland doing this. Now in Toronto, I think there was one other ball diamond, and I don't know exactly where it was. I think three major league stadiums in like the last month. I've had a couple fucking up in their in their nosebleeds, as they say. It's yeah, fucking. I'd no expect good. to see, you know, like some like a a couple banging up in the stands, maybe more so at a Motley Crue concert at the Rogers Center, <laughs> yeah. something like that. Right? Surprised I didn't hear about it happening there, but then no, it's a few weeks later you hear about it happening at. The oh, it probably game. happened. Probably happened. Oh, it probably yeah. did. I was right in the fucking five hundred section too, but he was up in the yeah. nosebleeds, and then there was people way up at the top watching the show from the way up the top. <laughs> yeah, so exactly. I don't know what was happening up there. There probably was some of that going a on. A dark, a dark <laughs> concert is a fucking completely different environment than a oh, fucking. Yeah. Oh, there's lasers and everything. Los Angeles Angels. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. Anyways, like fucking. That's just one of. That gets chalked up on the fucking wait till you get home board. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't think there was any need for go that. F- like, go find on. a bathroom somewhere. Like, why does it got to be public? Like, dude, no, what no, the you just got to figure on? it out. You just got to figure it They're out. Like, like, not, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah like like, they- and why the A's game, too? Like, it's just like the worst, the worst team in the league. So do and you guys think stadium in the league. you guys think they showed up there together? Or like, they met and they're like, we got to go and we got to go now. Like, what do you guys think? Yeah, what are the odds that they, they might have met other each beforehand? other there, right? Yeah, that's what I'm maybe saying. They didn't know each other. They met. They're like, I'm never going to see you again. No like, I'm from chance. Way over oh, here. that's extremely. Oh, that's. Oh, my God. you got to be a fucked up person. <laughs> no shit. Or either that or they're a couple and they're like trying to make things they had exciting. To be a couple. They're like, let's go fucking do some crazy shit. If they were not a couple, <laughs> those are the people that you just got to wipe off the earth or just lock them <laughs> up in jail just for no reason. Like, come on. Figure it out. They got walked out of the stadium. And you can went to leave. An you can literally just leave. You're clearly not watching the game. <laughs> you can literally just leave. It's the same at the fucking athletics game. There's no point to even be in a, at an athletics game, anyways, <laughs> unless you're a fan of the visiting team. Why? Like, what? Do you, just leave the game, man. I don't know. Yeah. I like it. It gives us something to talk know, about. Man. Spices <laughs> up the ten nothing loss. I mean, you get something yeah. good comes out of the ten nothing loss, baby. Like, we got to get the head of security from the Rogers Center. Good. 
on Bucks on Nuts. Oh yeah, dude. That's what. <laughs> come on now. Any all what do they say? All pub is good pub. And those that girl, there's no way if they find out who that I don't girl want that, who that kind couple of bump is. If I was that person. OnlyFans all day for that couple. They're instantly going on OnlyFans <laughs> and making bank off it. All pub is good pub. Hey, I mean, if they're sales. doing that, they probably already have that shit set up. And True. Could have been a stunt for it. that. Yeah, yeah. True. Could have been. Great advertising. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You want to advertise your OnlyFans? Just fucking go to a so baseball outrageous, game. It's so outrageous. It almost seems like it a out, Hit a homer. <laughs> yeah. That's wild. What'd, what'd, what'd you say, Stu? I said it's so it's so outrageous that it almost seems like a stunt. It almost does, right? Like it's oh, like yeah. an intentionally we're doing this to get caught. It's not like we're going up. It's not like there wasn't people up there either. Like maybe they have a maybe they have a public kink. True. Yeah, well, that's okay. insane. Like maybe they're freaks, right? Who knows what the fuck? But uh, anyways, right. this is supposed to be a sports gambling podcast, and we're talking about fucking land of roads and people hitting the home run in the the stands at a baseball game and not talking about the home runs on the field. So why don't we uh you know, I wonder if that counts towards the home run over. The home run <laughs> over for that game, man. I, I don't think so, but fuck. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe someone oh, made yeah. some money because of that. Fuck <laughs> I doubt that. it though. It was a anything sport? else that you guys want to talk about on baseball though? They're like the actual sport of baseball or I got I got one thing to imagine here. Yeah, I'll yeah. let Ty go because he's hit on a fucking heater, bro. This guy knows fucking zilch about fucking baseball. And yeah, so like he just comes in and he makes fucking he's gonna be a millionaire by next month. <laughs> yeah, like so two or three weeks ago, I didn't know fuck all about baseball, right? Like I knew Bo Bichet. <laughs> Bo Bichette and I'm calling him Bo Bichet. So that goes to show how much I knew about baseball. But uh I just gotta say, if you ever want to get into a sport that's new to you, just gamble on it. It'll be instantly dialed in, oh. and then next thing you know, you're cheering for a specific team and making money. And that's what I've been up to lately, and kind of becoming a bit of a Cardinals fan here. I don't know how you guys feel about the Cardinals there, but uh, I've been watching them, and I just hit that same game parlay of Goldschmidt and Tommy Edmond to make at least one plate appearance plus Cardinals money line, and hasn't missed. Like I've hit that a couple times now, and then same with the Dodgers. There, they got a guy named Mookie Betts. What the hell? Got Mookie Betts right in his name, Mookie. right? See that? Mookie Betts. Well, his last name, Betts, man. I saw that. I'm like, yeah, I'm fucking putting money on this guy. <laughs> betting on Betts. Bro, he, he, and, I don't um, know if you know, but he's, he's like one of the best players in the league, eh? I, I just saw the odds of him to get on plate were good, and then his name's Betts, so I plate. put that in the same, same game. <laughs> you're still not there. Give him a couple more weeks. He'll, he'll know what he's talking about. What, a plate appearance? What do you say? On base. On, on base. base, yeah, on base. Okay. One one base appearance or whatever played appearance one whatever the fuck appearance. it is. Played it. Everybody gets played appearances. If you're in the lineup, you're no, you, get a you're betting them to get over total oh, bases so. probably or something like that. Were you? It was him to get at least one appearance on a base. So he had to get a hit and actually he had to get on base. base. Yep, yep. One total yeah. base or hit. yeah, yeah, or so. one hit. We're still we're still working on it, but uh, we're making <laughs> we're money. You don't have to fucking <laughs> you don't have to know what a plate and a base is to make money. All right, so I'd fucking <laughs> well, same game parley there. Well, fuck. You been gambling on, on baseball lately? Doing, doing all right or what? Because fucking, I've been doing pretty damn <laughs> no, good. Because <laughs> yeah, well, you're, you're over no. here fucking confusing a plate appearance with a fucking hit. And you're I ain't confusing picks, those fucking and then, hits, though. Why, why the fuck would I write? Why would the fuck would I tail your picks? And now I'll, they but, hit every but then time. you fucking send them to me, and then he fucking rubs it in my face. Guy made 150 <laughs> bucks on a six team shitty parlay. And then Let's go. Like a, and then they fucking at me in the chat. Like Buddy, like I sent you a par. Like, I like sent you two parlays. Okay. I sent you two parlays at eleven o'clock yes, in the I'm morning. 
They hit both of them. I was like, tail these. And you're like, fuck you. Why are you fucking It's like a total beast. A fucking plate appearance, man. Like a, a base appearance is what you said. Like, hey, why what the you fuck said? Do I feel like base that doesn't even Get know it what right, saying? buddy. Get it right. <laughs> so, I say, but, so that's why I'm getting rattled when you win. Like, I'm happy for you, man. But I, when I say fuck you, it's just because like, wow, this guy shouldn't be doing this. But he is. So, so congratulations. I want, Hell I'm yeah. happy you're getting your fucking money. But I'm just saying like. Fuck you when I'm you rub it in, it in my face. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, fuck, if you get on DraftKings there, Stu, there's uh, like a social I tab. Know, in Dra- yeah, I think I was telling you, there's like a social tab in DraftKings where you can make betting groups and you add your friends to that. And then if you oh, place okay, a bet, yeah, yeah. your friends will see that you placed a bet and they can tail them. So me and Cam have been doing that. And I guess anyone listening to, if you want to get in on the uh, Bucks on Knox DraftKings uh, gambling group or whatever it's called, their betting group, uh, shoot a message to the uh, Bucks on Knox Instagram or Twitter or something, and I'll uh, I'll add you into our group. You can tail our picks as well. But um, what was I saying before that? I think I was saying like another parlay that I've been hitting there. Yeah, Mookie Betts. It was uh, was uh, the parlay of him to get a base appearance and then the Dodgers to win. And like the Dodgers seem to be the best team in baseball, and they're fucking. You, you add a few players to get a hit plus the win, and you're getting uh, plus money odds. So I mean, like I said. Hey. Hit us up about that DraftKings betting group, and we'll share these picks with you. Also, uh, shout out to Tyler O'Neill there from the Cardinals. He made me some money there, hitting home runs, getting the getting the Cardinals the Ws. Guy's a Canadian too. I think he's my favorite player now. Canadian Steel, Tyler O'Neill. Let's go. Fuck yeah! Right on. I like Let's it. I like it a lot. That's all I had to say about the baseball there, though. So uh, I don't know anything else you guys want to add on baseball or move on to our little segment that uh, DK wants to introduce here. I'm st- I-, I would say uh, I'm still down. If any listeners want to take want to take the fucking challenge to the park and try and strike, yeah. Up. Fuck. Well, maybe I'll start playing baseball too, eh? Fucking gambling on it. Say, going well. oh, buddy, I'm gonna I'll get back on my. Pressure, I'm gonna get back on my throwing program, and I'm gonna show up in Peterborough at a ball diamond and say, "Let's go, let's <laughs> go." Right. Now, Hell yeah! We should actually get that going. I swear to God. Yeah. I hit bombs. I'm down. Right. Pitch. So that's it on I'll baseball it. by the yeah, sounds yeah. of it. Laddies. Yeah, She's getting bucks on next team. Oh my God, dude. Wait, uh, no, we can't really do that. We all live in different states. <laughs> Traveling <laughs> six hours to go play like a Monday Maybe night. You should, sponsor a team. <laughs> you should sponsor like a little league team or some shit. That'd be insane. Yeah. <laughs> like, like we're bucks a business. Knox, yeah. Bucks on Knox. Yeah. The Bucks on Knox pod. Yeah, Red I don't like show by a lot of jersey or something. <laughs> kids are sponsored by a podcast that talks about Lena Rhodes and people banging in the stands at Blue Jays games. Right on, boys. <laughs> well, at the very least, I could put we could get some like PG shows on the network or something. You know what I'm saying? And then put show by on the fucking jerseys. That'd there be you a go. Trick. There you go. Anyways, something to uh, something to think about. But um, seems like we're just kind of stuck in baseball here, so I'm gonna I'm gonna move it along here to. Uh, this new segment that DK mentioned uh, adding to the show, and we'll call it good contract or bad contract for now, but DK, you want to uh, explain what we're doing here? Segment, so, wait a sec. Is this an every episode thing or, or just, just today or every once no, in a while? No, I don't know if it's every episode, but we'll fucking... I'll get, so I'll give you a, a little segment background. segment for today's show. So it's, it's one of those things where the NHL season, or off-season, sorry, is coming to an end, and every single off-season in every single major sport, there are okay. very good contracts and very bad contracts that are handed out. And there's a lot of ones that are kind of in the middle where, you know, it might go 50-50. Some people think it's a really good contract for a really good player. Some people think it's an atrocious contract 
for a guy who's maybe just performed one season or something. So I have six contracts on my sheet here that I think are probably somewhat controversial that we may go both ways. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to read off the person. I'm going to read off the term, how much money and how much money average per season that this person is making. And then I'll go around the horn. I'll start with Ty. It'll go to Stewie. I'll clean it up and then I'll go to the next one. So I got six guys. So the first contract, of course, is the newest one that was signed, which is Nazem Kadri, seven years, 49 million, 7 million AAV. Good contract or bad contract, Ty? I think bad contract. I think it's an overpay for Kadri. I know he had a great season last year, but uh, that's like the first time he's ever put up that kind of money. That's or not money points. Like, what do you get over 40 goals there? So I think nope. when he was probably in negotiations, he was able to have a little bit of leverage and ask for more money. Yep. And then he could come out next year and not be putting up those numbers. And it'll be looking like a bad contract. Even if he has a great season, I think it's still a bit of an overpay. Like he's not worth, what is it? 7 million a year. You said 7 million a year. Yep, seven million a year, in my opinion, and seven years uh, for a thirty-one-year-old. Stewie, good contract. Yeah, I would have given like contract. five point five point five, like at the most, <laughs> in my opinion. Yep. No fucking chance. I know. I also think you, you DK, are also going to say it's a bad contract, and I think you guys are both fucking idiots. I think it's a fantastic contract. The length might be questionable. It might get questionable, but Calgary needed a player like this. Calgary is now a contender once again. We'll see. Obviously, we'll see until the season comes or when the season comes around and we're about that Thanksgiving mark, uh, the American Thanksgiving mark. When is that? February? American Thanksgiving? Um, yeah. I'm Canadian. No, it's like, it's, no like, it's, like, it's, like <laughs> it's like November. Okay, November. All right, that's a, that's a nothing to the season. That's about a month into the season. Mm-hmm. We'll see how he's doing, the pace. Fantastic contract because guess what? Three years from now, the salary cap's going to raise – and then we'll be say, we're all going to be saying that Calgary's on a fucking steal of a deal, and fucking Calgary's a fucking uh, contender every year until the guys start aging out. So I don't know. I think it's a fucking great deal. Seven million for his fucking top two center, like um, a player that they fucking desperately needed, and they got rid of Monahan too. That was on six. He was and Kadri was Monahab now. You see that Con- video? He's like, I guess I'm Sean Monahab now. He's like, Look at abs. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I like yeah, that. Yeah, it was funny. Yeah. I thought it was good. Anyways, yeah. So you're on good contract. Done. I haven't Great said. Contract. I haven't even said what I've said I yet. I know what you're this- gonna say. You no. said it last when he signed. You said it was gonna be a bad contract. Nope. So sure. when I wait, wait, wait. Let me ju- let me just say. I just need to drive home the point that I think it's a fantastic fucking contract. He wanted ten. He didn't get 10. He didn't get 7. 5.5 from Ty is fucking egregious. In There's the market. fucking oh, scrubs. There's fucking third liners making fucking more than that. Mm-hmm. 7 I'm not giving is seven. 7 is great value. Great value for Kadri, a guy that's one of the best two-way forwards in the league. And he put Watch up Watch it be like a David Clarkson contract. Guy scores what like did, 40 goals one year comes out next year he's going to be dog shit. Clarkson all over again. Nah. Great contract. So he'll be so, sick. So here's what I'll say. Love the seven million AAV. Think that is a great deal. I think when it was originally coming out, he was asking for ten, nine and a half, or something like that. So to get him at seven, that's great. Forty nine million. Don't give a fuck. That's great too. Seven years for a thirty one year old that plays the way Nazem Kadri does. 
I would be shocked if he makes it through into his sixth year of this contract. I think five years when this guy is 36 turning 37, he's going to have nothing left in the tank. He plays a hard-nosed game. He's Zach Hyman, but a way better version of him where Zach Hyman can play this and he got the money and whatever else, but he ain't making it through that contract because of the way they play. The one thing I will say is that he he thought he had more bargaining chips than he did. He scored 28 goals last year. I get he had 87 points in 71 games, but he scored 28 goals last year. He wasn't even a 30-goal scorer. That's a good so, number. Wait, Calgary okay. got 28? I thought he had like 40 last year. He had, no? he had 28 yeah. goals, 59 assists for 87 points. Oh. I, think that's, I think that's a great season. Yes, but uh, it, you have to be a... 35 to 45, like 35 plus goal scorer to be getting eight or nine million dollars a year. And he's only scored 30 twice in his career. And it was in the 16 17 season with the Leafs and the 17 18 season with the Leafs also. So he hasn't scored 30 goals in what five seasons now? Like this will be, he's going on to season five. So four seasons, he hasn't been a 30 goal scorer. So I like, I like the 7 million AAV. I like the 49 million. I don't like the seven years. So if I had to say good, bad contract, I'm going to say it's a good contract. I ain't on the on the thing of saying it's a horrible contract. And I'm definitely not on the train of the Stewie J train saying that is a fantastic contract. Because he's not going to live it out. He's not going to live it out. Well, yeah, I think yeah, seven but it did- million might be good like for next season and the year after. But after that, like it's going to be a decline. No like chance. Said, it's going to look get even old. better, dude. They're going to have more no, cap gonna room. Gonna seven mil is fine. CBA. Seven mil is redo it. There's gonna be a fucking. There's gonna be. A I don't know about paying him seven raise. mil years from now. Though, like in six years from now, you're still paying him seven million to sit on your bench. Like I don't think. Yeah, but at that, that point, fucking who years. knows what happens? He could be in the fucking LTIR and they're paying, and still fucking Calgary's just yeah, they're still paying him, but it's not like it's cat. They don't give a fuck. They're all fucking billionaire owners, anyways. Nothing fantastic. Right. They'll about pay that guy as long as it's not ca- as long as their team's doing well. Next contract. Yeah. Big fan Phil- of the Kadri contract. Philip Forsberg. To the Nashville Predators, eight years, sixty-eight million, eight point five AAV. Stewie, I'll start with you this time. Good contract or bad contract? It was eight years. Eight years, sixty-eight million, eight point five AAV. That one, I like that one too. Actually, <laughs> I like that one too. Well, they. I mean, I think, and it helps Nashville stay in the running because I think they were fucking, they were doomed if 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 Forsberg left, but now he stays. They had a Nita Rider, right? Tomasino's young, like there's in Tolvanen's young. They got some guys that are going to be. They're, they're only going to get better. I think they had to do whatever they needed to do to keep. Like, not many guys want to go to Nashville. You know what I mean? I don't know why that is, but they just don't seem to land big free agents. Um. Correct me if I'm wrong, but um, they are one of the yeah. better barns though. Like to play in, I think like they get some of the best turnouts in the league, and it's for, one of the best towns to live in too. Yeah, Music what's City, the, baby. What's the what's the Tennessee state tax though? It just doesn't seem that a lot of big names go to Nashville, right? No, you're right. You're right. So I don't know. I think Forsberg. I think that's a good contract that keeps them in the fucking running, keeps them in the mix, dude. And he's 28, right? He is so by the, when that contract expires, it's gonna he's gonna be about thirty six. That's yep. not bad. Like the people like that's what that's just the modern age. Like dudes get paid like into their late years, and he deserves it. He's had a fucking fantastic few seasons. 
or fantastic career in his fucking his Nashville. What do you mean? No, go ahead, Ty. What's I got, I, I, I got, I got the, I got the last take on this. So I let you guys go, and then I'll go the last take so I can flip it over to the next one. So, Ty, good contract, bad contract. Philip Forsberg, eight years, sixty-eight million, eight and a half per season. I think a little bit too much. I might give him a little bit more than what Kadri got, and then we'd be just fine. Like you know, give him seven point five, maybe. Yep. A year, and then don't sign him for how many years? Eight years. Eight years. I wouldn't sign. I wouldn't sign him for that long. You know, give him five for five or uh, five for seven point five, and then I think that's perfect. <clears throat> I think it's good. Let me just restate my maybe eight position. If he, yeah, actually, yeah, I'll I stick like with the Kadri contract better, but I. This one, you're right in saying he might be overpaid like a little bit. And it might just, by the end of it, it might look like a little bit shaky. But for right now, I think, it, in, like in their position they're in right now, I think it was a good contract. And if he didn't get it, he probably would have walked, right? He was going to be a free agent, right? At, next like, year, yeah. Awesome, it was an right? extension. It was an year? extension, yep. Okay, so so I don't know. I think it's because it keeps them, I don't know. It just keeps it keeps them relevant. You know what I mean? Like, Nashville, if Forsberg walks, Nashville's Nashville's fucking not a playoff team, in my opinion. Yossi's getting old. They they I think they overpaid to keep him around, is what happened. And so I don't I don't hate that. So here's I hate that move. Here's where I am. This is on a like Fors don't get me wrong, Forsberg's a better player. This is David Clarkson 2.0. And let me tell you why. <laughs> Philip Forsberg hasn't played 70 or more games since the 2016-2017 season. He has had one great season in his career, which was last year, where he had 84 points. He had 42 goals, 42 assists in 69 games. He's only eclipsed 30 goals one time in the last five seasons. He had 42 last year. He had 32 points. Uh, in 39 games the year before, 48 in, in 63 in 2019-20, 50 in 64 in 18-19, 26 in 64, nope, sorry, wrong number, 50 in 64 and 64 in 67. This is a guy who has had a tough time scoring in the league up until last year. He overpaid him, and on top of that, he hasn't really performed in the playoffs. He had five seasons ago, he had a very good playoff run where he had 16 points, in 13 games ever since then two points in six games five points in four three points in six one point in four this is your leading guy on your team now he's getting paid the most on your team i believe out either he's getting paid the most or he's the second most behind roman yossi i just think this is a horrible overpay at eight years eight and a half million in my opinion this one is a terrible and i mean terrible contract for philip really terrible Oh shot. Because dude, he, he's bit okay, he's been like their most flashy forward. You know, he sells tickets. Dude, he's, I get you know it. He's rated eighty eight on NHL twenty three, Stu, but this guy does not perform the level that people think. I get he's got he's a good hockey ultimate old. team. Yeah, he's been in the league for I seven never, I don't or eight play years. Hockey ultimate team. He's been he's been in the league for eight years. He had one good season and it was last year. He's had, he had good seasons. He had a fantastic season last year. That first line plus Yossi carried them to the playoffs. They have a good team. They had to keep him around. I think uh, he would have walked if he didn't get him money. I'd, I'd like the move from Nashville. I don't like the value, but I like the move from Nashville. It keeps them relevant is what I'm saying. They're paying for that mustache. Overplay. I think 
I think he's now entering his prime too. So I think from now on, contract. He, I think he's, I think he fucking, I think he's a point per game player for the next few years now. I think history would say that he is not a point per game player as he's only done that one time. History in his whole would, but he just career. he turned twenty eight this year. History he's still fairly. What young. is history? Is history one year? This that would be one year of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. He's entering nine. his prime. He has been in he the league for he, he's been in the league for ten seasons and been a point young. per game one time. History would not say that he's a point he's per game player. Young. He's still young. One time okay, is, is Kodge going to be a point per game player? No, Kodge has never been a point per game player. No, and I said that. That's why Ed Kadri has been a 30-goal scorer twice in his whole career. Philip Forsberg's so, been it once. One time. So, I don't know what I was smoking, but I thought Kadri got 40 last year for some I reason. thought he did like, too, dude, the way they know. talked about him. I was smoking too much. when I, I like Kadri's contract more than I like Forsberg's contract by a mile. By a mile, I like Kadri, and Kadri's 31 and got seven years. I love Kadri's contract. What would you give Forsberg? Forsberg? That's why I said it was a fantastic. I agree that it might be a bit of an over overpay, but I'm saying it's a good move. For, you either let him walk, and you're irrelevant because Yossi, Yossi's going to be fucking slowing down, and then you're just wasting Saros. You're wasting all the young guys that are coming up, and you're going to expect you're going to have to give them a few years to get into it. Um. But him, that first line, him, Duchesne, and, and, and who is it? Johansson, is it still? Is it him, Duchesne, Johansson on that line? I believe. That I top believe line so. was was up there with the best lines in the league. And you and I think uh, Forsberg's like the biggest piece on that line. So I don't think you can just give that, you can just give that up because then you, you, would, your, offense is, your offense is slim if your first line isn't what it was last year. What would you or give him, close DK, if you were to sign him? Like, I know you hate be, contracts. It, at least seven. It would be very similar to the Cadre deal. He'd be getting seven mil a year yeah. at most, seven, five. Like, they overpaid him by, like, if it's eight years, 68, he should have been closer to the seven-year, 49 million. In my opinion, they overpaid him by about 20 fucking million dollars and, and a year. Jeez. Like, it's it. that's, like, if Cadre got seven by 50, Forsberg, there's no way he should be getting eight by 68. Cadre brings more to a team on a night-to-night basis than Philip Forsberg does. I get Philip Forsberg's the skill and he's the flashier guy. Nazem Kadri's better. I rest my case. We're fucking moving on. The third contract in Dallas, Valerie Nachushkin, eight-year, 49 million, 6.125 AAV. Ty, we'll start with you this time. Big guy in the playoff. Or sorry, it wasn't Dallas. It was with Colorado. Um, big yeah. guy in the playoffs for Colorado absolutely broke out this season with the Colorado Avalanche, scores an eight-year, $49 million deal, 6.125 AAV. Ty, good or bad contract? I like it. I think uh, the after watching him in the playoffs last year, he deserved to get paid. They won a fucking Stanley Cup, and he was the guy out there playing with a broken foot, fucking slamming yep. pucks into the back of the net. And I think that's why he got paid what he did. He wouldn't have been paid that much if it wasn't for that playoff run. But when you have a player that shows up in the playoffs, you want to keep them around, especially when Colorado's still got that same core group of players. They're going to make another run for the cup again this year if they're not partying too hard this summer. So I like it. They probably, uh, if he didn't have such a good playoff run, he would have been paid a lot less. But that's uh, Mm -hmm. definitely what they were arguing when they were at the negotiations table there, whatever you call that, when they were signing that deal. And uh, I don't hate it. I think it's, I think it's fair. Stu? I think it's fair, but uh, I don't, I don't love it. I think he's a fantastic player. 
And I wouldn't do eight years. Was it eight years? That's too long eight, for a fucking... eight year, forty nine mil. And he is. That, that's please. what I'll say. I'll say bad contract because of the eight years. Like twenty seven. The, the twenty seven. Yeah, if you were going to sign him for like three, four years for that six million a year, whatever it was, then I think that's probably where I would go with that. You know, I wouldn't give him eight years. That's too much. This guy's probably going to, you know, decline. I think. Like, I don't think he's going to be this good for long. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's not. He has less longevity than than Forsberg. Yep. Kadri. You know what I mean? And Kadri. Yeah. He's got. So he's I good. think. I think. The eight years I don't ruins know, that like, contract, in my opinion. Like other it than seems that, like a why couple didn't you years, just, it'd be great. Why didn't you just pay Kadri at that point? Yes. You paid this guy six. Yes, yeah. dude. 100%. I could not agree more. In my mind, this is a horrible contract. Let me go through a couple stats here. This is horrible. 6.125. You're super critical. I don't think it's horrible, but I don't dude, think it's <laughs> let me go contract. through. Let me go through some history here, Stu. That's not it's just kind of what year. I expected. Well, from putrid, time. dude. From 2018. <laughs> To 2021, he scored 23 goals combined in 177 games. He scored zero goals in 57 games with the Stars in 2018-19. He scored 13 the next season when he was with Colorado in 65 and 10 the next season in 55 games with Colorado in 2020-2021. He had 27, or 10 points, 27, 21, and then 52 last year. So he has been... He has zero track record of producing in the NHL outside of last year, plus the playoffs. I understand the playoffs get you paid. And you know what? If you can perform on the biggest stage, it doesn't matter if you have 10 points in the regular season. If you put up 10 and 10 games in the playoffs, that's what the teams are kind of looking for. But 6.125 for a guy who scored 23 goals across 177 games leading into last year. That's kind of fucking tough, man. That's not a good, that's not a good contract. Like I said, six point one two five. You should have just paid an extra eight hundred grand for Kadri. One hundred percent. He's going to bring more to your team than Valerie Nachushkin does. Um, I would say, uh, uh, what I would have given him was probably five mil. Five years, five mil. He could have got a Jack Campbell yeah. type deal because Valerie Nachushkin is just as proven in this league as Jack Campbell, where they both had probably <laughs> one and a bit good seasons and a good playoff run, and that's been about it. Six point one two five over eight years. For a guy who scored 23 goals in 177 games, that's fucking tough. That is tough. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm leaning bad contract as mm-hmm. opposed to good, but it, it's... I didn't say bad. It didn't strike me as bad right away because it's kind of just exactly what I expected, to be honest. I knew he was going to get paid, and he was also going to be a guy, like when we start talking about hockey fantasy as uh, a few weeks from now, as the time rolls by and then the fucking season gets closer, he was going to be a guy that... Uh, I was gonna mention as like a sleeper for fantasy this year. <coughs> yep, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm leaning bad, but I'm not like I'm not saying it's like incredibly brutal. Con- You're very critical today. I can't lie. No, those were the two that I. <laughs> those were the two that I had that I when I looked at them, I instantly thought those are fucking outrageous. And then the stats backed me up too. So I was like, I'm going ham on those ones. The next nah, one, Forsberg makes sense. I love um, the Forsberg deal. The go, Forsberg go one makes a fucking lot more sense than the Dechushkin one, but the Forsberg makes as much sense as fucking me reading backwards. Like it just it doesn't make <laughs> it just it's they're both bad. Evander Kane with the Edmonton Oilers, four years, twenty point five mil, five point one two five AAV. Good contract, bad contract. I fucking love it, dude. Yep. As long as he doesn't fucking Evander Kane won me my fantasy last year. 
Um, he was a pickup that as soon as I heard inklings that he might be fucking coming back, um, I picked him up. And then I didn't want to drop him even when they got fucking nabbed for what did he do? He like, cro- I don't know. There was like something, there was talks he was going to get signed. And then I picked him up. And then like something happened where he did some dumb shit again. And then they fucking, there was an investigation for something. Yep. And then for that gambling. held him like a, no, no, that was, that was way early. That was the off season. It was like, uh, it was something to do with COVID. Like he got COVID and then oh, went yes. across the border or some yep. shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So fucking, and then they were investigating, fucking jerking him around for like another two weeks. And it was hard. It hurt me to hold on to him on my lineup because I was like, I'm not a hundred percent sure this guy's going to play, but I'm like wasting a spot on my fucking roster uh, just so I don't drop this guy because I don't want him to get nabbed fucking by somebody else, some other fucking loser. And it paid off because he was a fucking stud this year with McDavid or whatever line he was playing on. Um, so many goals for empty goal. netters, though. If you look at Evander Kane's highlight reel this past year, it's all Who gives a fuck, netters. man? Who gives a fuck, dude? He's like a perfect player for them. And they're yep. like that. I don't know. Fantastic contract. Um, I think he got underpaid a little bit because because mm-hmm. of his history. And no team wants to put fucking that much investment into a guy that uh, is kind of a wild card. Yep. But uh, as long as he just fucking grows up and plays. He's a fucking great player, dude, and that is a steal of a deal. And he's the perfect guy alongside McDavid. Um, even with even with like a training camp, like he's going into a training camp, a full year of fucking rest and training and whatever whatever you need. Like he might come out even hotter this season. If he plays with McDavid all season, dude, hot take, he might score fifty. Yep. Yeah, and he's making five million. Like, come on, dude. Ty, what do you got? Good contract, great bad contract. Great deal. It was five a year, five million a year, you said? Yeah, 5.125, four years, 20 and a half mil. I mean, the guy's in so much debt from gambling that, uh, you know, <laughs> he's going to come to play every day to make that money and get another contract when this one runs out, if he's still, like, playing at that point. But, yeah, I think it's a good good contract. I like it. He's yep. going to come out and play because uh, he has no other choice. He's got to fucking make up for all the, the losses his family gambled away on him. Oh yeah, I I like this contract too. It's a it, he's a perfect complimentary piece to um, Connor McDavid. If you think about it, they had Zach Cassian playing with McDavid for a couple of years. They want a guy who's gritty and go out there and fight and hit guys and do whatever. And Kane can do that, but Kane can also bring a lot of uh, talent to the table. And like Stewie says, it wouldn't be a shock to see this guy score forty plus, maybe even touch fifty one year playing with McDavid. Keep in mind, he had 13, 13 goals in fifteen games in the playoffs, seventeen points in fifteen games in yeah. the playoffs. That's awesome. I expect and he, him to score 40. Yeah. And he's shocked if he doesn't, is yep. what I'm saying. And he's almost he was almost a point per game player in the regular season. And like we said, that's yeah. coming off a year off and kind of being rusty. And he had uh, 39 points in 43 games, scored 22 goals. I think this is an unbelievable contract. But there's always that thing to be said with Evander Kane of you don't know if he's gonna fucking make it through it because there's been no history to say that he's <laughs> going to make it through a contract. But at the at the same point, I I think for what they signed him for and everything. I think that's a great deal. We're running a little long, so I'll do these two very quickly. Uh, of course, they're the biggest names that left uh, Calgary. Matthew Kachuk, eight years, 76 mil, 9.5 AAV in Florida. Good contract, bad contract. Good contract. Yep. Nothing, yeah, I like nothing beyond that. He's a fucking sick player. Yeah, I, I, I completely agree. He's, the, he's similar to the Kadri in my mind where he brings... Uh, something to the table that a lot of guys in the league don't every single night. 
So you got to pay for that. Nobody. And he's young as fuck. He's young as fuck, right? Like yeah. he's yeah. one of these guys that has, uh, he's already, he's a, in fantasy football, you'd want to draft guys that are uh, high f- high floor, like even higher ceiling kind of thing, where like even their floor, he's going to score 60 points in a year and be fine. And his ceiling, he's going to get 100. Like he's got it. He's got a very uh, non-risk kind of guy, Matthew Kachuk feels like. Um, in yeah, my mind, shit ton of hits too. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. So the last contract, we all think that's a good one. The last contract, Johnny Goudreau in Columbus, seven years, sixty-eight point two five mil, beating his boy out, getting nine point seven five AAV. Good contract or bad contract for Johnny Goudreau in Columbus? Um, I good like for Columbus. It. I think. I mean, I think they are going to love having him there. But uh, like, I wouldn't pay for that. I wouldn't pay him that much to play on my team. I don't think. How much one year was it again? Almost it's ten million. Like, yeah, nine point seven five AAV. Too much. I'm gonna say how many years again? Seven. Fuck. I'm gonna say. And he's twenty nine. Bad so contract, but thirty six when it's over. That's a tough one. I think it's. I think it's a bit of an overpay, but uh, I think Columbus like. They need a player like that. So I think it, it made sense for them to pay him the extra, you know, million or whatever that extra, you know, from what I would have paid him. Uh, I think he's going to be great for Columbus. So good contract for them, bad contract anywhere else that uh, wouldn't mm-hmm. benefit from having him, I guess. Well, everyone would benefit. I, I don't know, man. I'm going to say fair. I'll stick yeah. with a fair yeah. contract. I like it on the fence. That's a fair, almost exactly what I expected. Um, when did he or when did uh Forsberg sign? Wait, how when? Or like what was his contract? No, I mean like when when like that came after the Goudreau signing, right? I want to say it was yeah because I think it was in August sometime that Forsberg signed. Right, so that's why I think Forsberg, um, is kind of like does similar to what Goudreau does, not the exact same type of player, similar player. Or similar in terms of what they offer, though. And I think that's the template that Nashville and Forsberg's camp used to make that deal. Just kind of like they give you what I give you what Gaudreau gives you, but like a tear down. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so that's why I said if you think this Gaudreau deal is a fucking good deal. And I don't think you can say Forsberg's was fucking brutal. Here's what I'll say why Goudreau deserves more than Forsberg. Goudreau has played 602 games. He does. As- I didn't say he doesn't. I didn't say he no, does no. it. But I was saying, like, he, he, he's like, they, they do, they're, they're, they're both point producers. Just Forsberg's on a tier lower than Goudreau is. And I think that's, like, a fair difference between their contracts. So, in my, in my mind, Goudreau probably should have got closer to what like he probably should have got a million a year less. Should have been closer to 8.75. I understand he's a point per game guy. You're paying him for the 40 goals that he scored last year, which that's the first time in his career he scored 40 goals. Keep in mind he's played 600 games uh plus. He's missed a lot of time in the uh last few seasons. The one season in 2020 he scored 19 goals in 56 games and in 2019 to 2020 he scored 18 goals in 70 games. So yeah, I get it. He's this skilled guy who, you know, he's had 30 goals uh, three times in his career, including a 40-goal season last year. One thing I think that changes big time with Goudreau is that uh, Elias Lindholm and Matthew Kachuk 
were big parts of this guy's success all last yeah. year. Um, and I think without them, he might go back to his 20 goal a year to, to, to 30 goal a year pace. I don't think we see Johnny Goudreau touching 40 goals again in uh, Columbus. So I think it's an overpay. The fact that he got paid more than Kachuk is kind of gross in my mind. I think Johnny Goudreau is probably slots in around yeah. more like 8.75 or 9 mil. He got paid a million dollars a year too much. Um, so I would say in terms of, if you're on a content, I like Ty's take. If you're on a contender, if you're a contending team, that's a bad contract. If you're a team like Columbus, who's irrelevant as fuck and has um, like 20 million in cap space, yeah, it's fine. But um, if you're a contending team, I don't think you can have a guy like Johnny Goudreau on your roster at 9.75. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that, so that's, that was the last contract you had, right? That was the last contract. Like a- that was that was the segment, good contract, bad contract. I feel like it was it went exactly as I planned. People on both sides of the fence, and you get to argue your point. That was unreal. Yeah. <laughs> There's one other contract I saw came out uh, right before earlier today was uh, Jake Ottinger signed there, yep. a three-year deal worth uh, four million a year in Dallas. I think that's a great contract. That's there. a great value contract that. for Dallas for sure. Yeah, yeah. fantastic. Yep. Andre, another fantasy, bro. My fa- oh my god, I'm gonna need to stop stroking my own fantasy. Team, <laughs> Holy, Holy fuck, fuck. it's like, been a year now, and you're still talking about it. Jesus Christ, <laughs> not never gonna the end this of guy's that. Like, this guy's like, by the way, I won last oh, year. Dude. Yeah. Just wait, wait, he gets I mad win. at me when I rub wait in my, I my baseball picks, and then every time wait I come on the pod, row, he's buddy. like, oh yeah, I'm fucking wait till I win two in a row. Champion, buddy. You see me with Jake Ottinger last year there. I was fucking. I made all the right calls. Just wait till I fucking win two in a row and I win the Bucks on Nux League. <laughs> Can you Tony imagine Steel rolling that jersey out? <laughs> we're still, we're like, Stu, we have to give it away to somebody else. We can just order you a jersey. No, that's mine. I get the champ jersey. <laughs> well, nobody gets the ch- If I'm the fucking champ, I get the jersey. They, if, if we have to give a jersey to somebody else, they can get another jersey. They don't get the champ jersey, though, if I'm the champ. The fuck? It's fair, I guess. We don't even have a champ jersey yet, so we'll wait until next year. It's a clean slate, buddy. We're starting fresh. This is brand new Bucks on Nux fantasy we're going to be talking about here, buddy. I'm going to be coming back for you here. Out for blood. I love it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, we we went a little long today, boys, so uh, I don't know. You want to just wrap it up now, or you got any final thoughts before we do that? Don't fuck at the Rogers Center. Yeah. Unless you're at Motley Crue concert, then, you know, it's kind of expected, but (laughs) Actually, no, no, I'm just talking dude. to you. That's, that's a crazy. young kid has to sit in that seat tomorrow, bro. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, come on. <laughs> what DK said, don't fuck in the Rogers Center. <laughs> that's it for episode 18 of Bucks on Nux. And thanks for listening. Make sure to check us out on Instagram and Twitter and TikTok. And keep an eye out for our gambling picks on those social media pages. Also, drop a five-star review down for the podcast if you're enjoying it. And check out the other podcasts on showbile.com. And if you can't be cool, be careful. And if you can't be good, be good at it.